Hey folks, this is Matt Peters, and this is Cast Today for June 26th. Today is the second part of my conversation with David Peters. For those of you that missed yesterday's uh, conversation, you missed some unique insight into the convention scene at McCormick Place that hosts C2E2 annually. Today, we have a little fun. We talk about Luke Cage, we talk about some other stuff, but it's an enjoyable conversation. I think you guys will dig it. So tune in and uh, go back and listen to yesterday if you missed it. And thanks for tuning in. Watched uh, the Netflix series Luke Cage. Is that right? Yes, yes. And uh, I tell you what, um, I was first of all, anytime the word Marvel is associated with any kind of production, I don't know. I go in with with preconceived notions of what I'm about to see. Yes, uh, Luke Cage met none of them. <laughs> I was completely blown away by Luke Cage. <laughs> That's great. I was, and, and I guess maybe that was the point. One of the points yeah. is that, okay, just because you see the word Marvel at the beginning of this entity, yeah, oh, you throw out all those preconceived notions <laughs> of everything you've ever seen with Marvel on it, and buckle up. We're gonna have a ride. You know, it's funny you mention that. <laughs> there are certain things that the TV division can do. That the movie division just doesn't. Okay. Uh, there's some weird separation of church and state there. Oh, really? Where every now and then, as you know, they'll acknowledge things that happen in movies. Yes. But they'll never full on like you know put those characters in the films. Yes. So yes. it gets a little it gets a little hairy sometimes. Yes. Uh, but before we go further with that conversation, Luke Cage was, was Luke Cage the first Marvel project that you watched through Netflix? Like there's a there's Daredevil. Yes. Jessica Jones and then yes. Luke Cage. I, I must admit that it was the first okay. And, okay. Uh, through Netflix. And everyone that I've talked to about this at work, um, and it's so surprising because so many people have seen this. And all I have to do is say, you know, I saw this thing called Luke Cage, and eyes sparkle. Yes. And eyebrows go up and smiles <laughs> come across people's faces. Now I understand why. Now yes. I understand why. Yes, it is the first uh, vehicle that I saw through uh, Netflix. That's cool, and it's it's you know the the thing about the Marvel shows on Netflix too. Every first season of those shows is a great place to start. Really? Yeah. So you don't have to watch Daredevil to get what's going on in Jessica Jones, or vice versa. Yes. But I will I will recommend that uh, Jessica Jones is a good show. Uh, in addition to the fact that that's where Luke Cage started. So so if I look at Jessica Jones, it won't. It it'll be a it won't necessarily be out of order, but I'll see things of an homage towards Luke Cage. I won't ruin it for you. Okay. If, if you enjoy Luke Cage, you will enjoy Jessica Jones. Very, very. Okay. I yeah. will. I, I promise that I will do that. Cause, okay. Because <laughs> I, I tell you what, um, the the storyline is incredible. Yeah. Um, and I had no idea. Uh, the the person that recommended I watch it at work. He didn't tell me jack That's for what to enjoy. That's great. And and so I, I went in completely cold. <laughs> absolutely cold as to what to expect. Um, 
And I don't want to blow it for folks that might be listening to this. Oh, go ahead. It's, it's, but, it's out there now. <laughs> it's out there. Okay. Yeah, it's been out there but, now. <laughs> but the, the, it, it, it's so interesting. Every time I thought that they were going to go in, a, in one direction, they went into a slightly different direction. Yep. And um, I didn't know, you know, this is, I'm hoping it's the first season yep. of Luke Cage because I didn't know if it was going to end after the 13th episode. I mean, I, I had no idea where we were heading, so to speak. But um, it's so interesting. The, the First of all, the, because I didn't know anything about it, all I knew it was Marvel. Yeah. Um, I was a little bit surprised by how much skin I saw. In oh, the, in, the, yes. in, the, in the first episode, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, wait a second, this this po- this, this this supposed to be Marvel, <laughs> but but um, it it actually works, and it's it's not it's not skin for skin's sake, so to speak. Right, it serves the storyline. It serves the storyline. Speaking of skin, one thing I enjoyed about Luke Cage is it's just unapologetically black. Like, oh, they don't. You know, they I don't I love it up for nothing. It's yes. like no, this is yes. happening in Harlem, Black it, Harlem, Black Harlem, <laughs> with and, and the language was was exactly what it should have been. Right. Um, there were obviously a couple of characters, uh, familiar actors and actresses that we've seen before. Alfred Woodward is fantastic in it. Oh yeah. Um, you know, we rarely get a chance to see her as a bad girl. Right. And so it was just kind of neat to see her as a bad girl. And and I kind of wanted to see more of the uh, the, the bald head brother, Marsala Ali. Ali. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's, you can't take your eyes off that Come young on. man. Come on. You, you've, you've seen his career evolve at yes. this point now. You saw yes. him on House of Cards. Yes. He yes. was great on there. And then, then he moved on to Luke Cage. Yes. He got a bigger role. And now, yes. It's, yes. It's amazing. It is amazing. He is eminently watchable. Anytime he's on camera, I can't take my eyes off the brother. Right. He's he is so good at what he does. He's good at being bad and good at being good. Right. He, you know, he he has a lot I tell you what, he is just a phenomenal actor and he gets the full range uh through this. I'm sorry if, again, I'm about to say this cuz if you haven't seen it, avert your eyes. Uh but <laughs> You know, he gets killed off. Yes. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, because it was right before he won the Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> or you could argue, you can make the argument it is fortunate because they would have had to come out of pocket for Right. Him. They would have had to come out because that oh. brother there, I tell you what, uh, when they started delving into some of his past and why yeah. he was what and who he was, ooh, ooh, we. Yeah. Yeah. That was ooh. something else. They, they had ample flashbacks. To start to fill in some of the the layers of why people who were they were, yeah, uh, very very provocative. Um, I just I I love the pace of it. I love the look of it. The music was unbelievable. The music is excellent. So much so that um, they actually put out the soundtrack really? on vinyl. Really? Yeah, they put out a special vinyl edition of the soundtrack uh, through Mondo. Who wow. releases a lot of the vinyl stuff for like classic movies? Yes, but uh, yes. the composer his his name slips my mind, but he definitely has that seventies type era, yeah, big band vibe. You Ooh, know, they, just that soul music. Man, they had some some tunes that I didn't recognize some of them, but 
though I, I wanted to hear more because yeah. it was just it was beautifully done. Um, you know how you know how you, sometimes you root for bad guys and in, in, different, <laughs> in different things. And I was really rooting for old boy. And, and, and they, when they killed him off, I was disappointed because I knew that that storyline was going to end. Right. But you know the fact that he owned this club and he wanted it to to be, you know, a place, a show place, and. Um, obviously, when when you have a Marvel project, you know you're going to see some things that strain credulity, as they say. Yeah. That that you know you can't. Yeah. Obviously, there were things in that that are going to be extra normal. Let's say, and Luke Cage himself, extra normal. I mean, the brother that's bulletproof. Um, you know, extra normal. And you would hope, you would hope that there'd be a brother that'd be bulletproof. Yes, in life, like, you bu- know, bulletproof love. The song, bulletproof Method love, Method Man. Yes, was yes. amazing. We got yes. a hero for hire, and he's a black one. Like that. Yes, just, there you go. I got goosebumps. Just yes, that. it was yes. great. It was perfect. It was yes, perfect. Yeah. yes. And so I, I, uh, I, I couldn't get enough of it. You know, the <laughs> the, the the first episode. You know, when he meets the uh, the detective. Sitting in the bar, she's wearing the tight dress and looking nothing like a cop. Right. Um, you know, uh, that, that was phenomenal. And the way that they played with each other, uh, especially in the earlier episodes where they were just playing with each other. Right. Verbally, they were just playing with it. You could just tell that they were just throwing barbs at each other just to play with each other because they both knew. Yeah. They both knew that they had a relationship uh-huh. and they just playing with each other. Um, the little twists and turns, I just, uh, you know, the whole barbershop aspect of it, I thought was a nice homage. The whole, you know, neighborhood hero part yeah. of it was a nice homage. Well, I gotta, I gotta tell you, I, uh, I was inspired mm. by the series as it came out last year. Uh, I want to say like, uh, not October, but like, you know, a little bit before that. Yeah. And I was inspired to do... Luke Cage is my Halloween costume <laughs> for Halloween. I got to show you the picture of it. But one of the things that I had to do, because, you know, if, if it's not obvious, I'm just a black dude with a hoodie and no hair and a goatee. It's like, okay, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, which one is this? So I, I bought a very critical element to the costume with me. Which was uh, the Bustello coffee can swear jar from Pops. Oh, nice. I had that with me. People were like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and it's so funny because, like, I had to go out and buy the coffee and everything like yes, that. Yes. So Think Geek started making their own. Oh, really? This cost like 20 bucks. Holy just to, yeah, you could buy this little coffee off the shelf for like five dollars. Holy cow! Holy cow! <laughs> and just scroll the right. word and swear right. to right. it. It's so easy, but hey, they're making their money, so whatever. <laughs> did you did you have holes in your in your hoodie? I did like that hoodie. Some little holes. I didn't cut no, holes. No, no. But it had the yellow and black worked into it. So I'm like, all right, that's enough. I get it. I get it. <laughs> But yeah, it, it was a hit, and then some of the other yeah. some of the other folks dressed as the other defenders too. So, uh, uh, Jessica Jones was there. I took a picture okay. with her. All right, yeah, yeah. All right. So, uh, Rosario Dawson. Oh yeah, she's great, and she's and, fantastic. And, and somebody at work again whispered in my ear. Well, she or her character falls in love with many heroes, and I'm like. You know what? I don't want to know. I don't want to know. So don't tell me. One of the best things about this is because you're not immersed in that geek culture. 
<laughs> that you don't see all the spoilers and know all about this stuff. So you're going in completely fresh. I went, I'm fresh. And yes. you can be surprised by certain things. So, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to elaborate yes. on Rosario Dawson. Okay. But right. she's a great actress. I'll just say that. <laughs> she's a fantastic actress. And that... What, what's your what's your what's your coworker told you just kind of grills it down to very base understanding of okay. what what's going on there. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot more going on there than just that. It's like it's like uh it's like when you watch usual suspects the first time. Yeah. And and you're completely raw. <laughs> yes. And, and all of that is is brand spanking new. It used to be possible, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's my generation, of course. Yes, we got that when uh, uh, the Sting was uh, first out. Yeah, and yeah. the first time you watch the movie The Sting, <laughs> and then you see the play, and then you see the twist. Uh, you know, at the end, it's that kind of feeling. If you could get, if you can get that kind of feeling from things, and generate that kind of feeling, that's a beautiful thing. Because you can't go back and put that back in. It's like putting smoke back in a and then the bottle you can't right. do it. you can't stuff it back you can never be that surprised amused and delighted all at the same time again <laughs> and uh so I, I love coming in cold to stuff and yeah, that's that's what i want i want to come in cold i want to i want to do that so yeah that's that's the way to be that's yeah. the way to do it so yeah, yeah now you're, you're making a good choice here yeah. it's yeah luke cage is a great place to start off especially if you're looking to get hooks on yes. the Marvel uh, I, universe. Uh, I am. I am. And let me ask you this about sure. Marvel because, uh, again, I, I it, it, obviously going on the net, you, you read things, you don't know whether they're true or not. Stan Lee, did, did he sell his interest in Marvel or is he somehow still affiliated with the Marvel product? He is the... He's basically their mascot at this point. You know... <laughs> He was a a work for hire because over the years, Marvel, uh, he was like editor in chief. Of course, he created a lot of these characters, co-created a lot of these characters with the artists. Yes, but it got to a point where they were getting in some serious financial trouble. Really? Oh yeah. Before the movie started taking off, I mean, uh, you know, in the late nineties, the bubble had burst, uh, and they were putting out all those variant issues of comics. With yes. the foil covers, and Superman yes. had died, and they have fifty different versions of that. Right. So yeah, the bubble burst, and basically the comic industry was going under. Stan Lee was still a name, but he wasn't as in charge as they wanted to believe. Okay. They were still paying him like an honorarium every year, I think. Really. Just to use his name, Stan Lee presents on Marvel books. Wow. But after a while, that kind of went away, and he just went and did his own thing. Well, speaking of McCormick Place. Yes. Um. You do you have a memory of us going to a comic book show at McCormick Place? <laughs> yeah, and one of the featured speakers was Stan Lee. I remember that. And do you remember Stan Lee getting up in front of this big crowd in a room, <laughs> saying, "I got these ideas for movies. Yeah. We're gonna make Batman in the movie. We're gonna make this one in the movie. We're gonna make that one in the movie." Well, the funny and, thing was, like, and I remember this part clearly. His his biggest desire was to make a Black Panther movie. Like he wanted to make a movie Panther. based on Black Panther. Yeah, I saw a trailer. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, another one of those films. that's unapologetically, yes, <laughs> it's like, hey, every great black actor that's working in Hollywood right now, the majority of them <laughs> are in this movie. Oh, even something you might have forgotten about. Yes, yes. I <laughs> saw a trailer last week. I'm like, oh, heck no! <laughs> oh yeah, okay. 
So that is an actual thing. That's going to happen. Ryan Coogler is directing it. Okay. So I'm excited for it because he directed uh, he directed Michael B. Jordan in Fruitvale Station. Oh, okay. And Michael B. Wow. Jordan's in the movie as well. He's a great actor. Yes. You know, he, he really did great on Creed, which Ryan yes. Coogler also directed. So wow. Wow. Black Panther has the potential to be a really great movie. Yes. Uh, not only for Marvel, but just for black cinema in general. I mean, this could be as big as like Coming to America was, but of course more serious. You know, wow, that's that's wow. that's wow, the feel I get from it. Yeah, wow. it's a big deal. It's a big wow. deal. The the only thing is, is that with everything going on on social media, all the pushback and stuff like that. Yes, you know, black folks are celebrating. They get, <laughs> they, yeah. they have a hashtag Black Panther so lit, and they share all these different uh, animated gifts of people showing up to Black Panther dressed to the nines and stuff like that. Wow. And so uh, D and I and, and Archie and Jacqueline and his girlfriend, we all agree we're going to dress up and go see Black Panther when it comes out. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> going to represent. Yeah. Good. So it's going to be a good time. And I'm excited for it. I'm really excited for that one. Yeah. Uh, kind of switching gears a little bit. One thing that I know we were very excited about uh, was recently the return of Samurai Jack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Boy, talk about talk about seeing twists and things you don't think are coming. I didn't have any idea we'd ever see that show return. I never saw I never thought we would. Um what did you think by the way? What did you think of those episodes and were you on board from the moment you saw the first episode? Or were you, like myself, confused <laughs> as all get out? I was very confused. It had a couple of things going for it that really just kind of twisted me up a little bit. I, I was I was of the understanding that it was a different era that the show was being created in. I was concerned about the animation. Because the animation okay. on the original was so fluid and so beautifully done. Yes. And I know that... You know, uh, animation has changed to more of a digital style recently, uh-huh. you know, more of a computer animation. Yes. You kind of see the, the, it's like overly smooth in a way. Mm-hmm. And so you see that on the screen. So I was concerned that Samurai Jack wouldn't have that same impact. Yes. Oh, no. They did some amazing artistic scenes and settings. They really did. Things that just stick out to me. His his fight with the, uh, I can't think of their names, the uh, the... The, the girls. The girls. Yeah. The the daughters of Aku. The daughters of Aku. Yes. Those fight scenes, like every frame of that could be art. Yes. The fight that he and Ashi had on the train with the tiger men. Yes. They kept spelling different words as they shuffled around yes. and everything. Yes. It was incredible. It was. It was incredible. I really enjoyed it. Um it, it it wasn't what I was expecting, and I think that's a good thing. Because I wanted more Samurai Jack. I wanted to I did I did too. Yeah. Um although, you know, it, it was Supposedly set, what twenty five years in the future? I think like fifty or fifty years yeah. in the future, and um, clearly Jack, while he didn't age in in the in the storyline, um, something had happened to Jack along life's way. Yeah, and Jack won Jack no more until he got reminded of himself of who he was. Um, I thought. I thought the homages along the way where we got to see past characters, <laughs> some of them only for an instant. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, was 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 cool, well done. Um, the whole storyline with the Daughters of Aku. Oh, yeah. The Was was there a scene, I think this is when all the daughters were 
after Jack, and they were going through something that looked like a snow storm. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was completely stark white. Stark white. Yeah. And then your eyes would search for glimpses. That was cool. That really was. That was that was really <laughs> cool. Yeah. That, yeah. That, I, I, I enjoyed it in so many respects. You know, and, and, the, and the the big twist at the end, and for those who have not seen it again, I'm about to reveal something. Okay. Uh, the big twist at the end where, you know, obviously he falls in love. <laughs> uh, to, to, the, of... to the Dean Martin song. What yeah. was that? Everybody loves somebody. Something yeah, something. yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then he falls in love. And then at the very end, they're going to get married. And he can't because if if Jack is successful, the daughters never existed. Time caught up with him. Time caught up with him. Yeah. And the decisions, the sacrifices he had to make to make the larger sacrifice of dealing with Aku was a just an unbelievable, uh, almost a, a, a commentary on life almost, is that, okay, no decision's really clean. Right. That every decision that's made comes with the consequences and sometimes those consequences aren't good for the one, but they're good for the whole. And some of those consequences weren't good for Jack. Right. But for the whole, uh, for the entire village, for the entire, you know, it, it just, it was provocative. I love that about Samurai Jack. Um, I think I have to go back and watch it again because there are things that I missed because they go by and uh, and I'm busy talking, and I should be looking and listening. Well, yeah, we had that we had that uh, that three way text chain with yes, uh, Mike, you and I. <laughs> we were texting back and forth. Yeah, and I'm busy texting, and I'm looking down, and I'm like, oh, I missed that. <laughs> You're right. D, D hates when I do that. We're watching TV, and I'm texting. Yes. I'm like, I gotta tell that. Yeah. You know, I gotta see what they said about this. You know, it's just yeah, it's one of those I, things. I almost missed Demongo. I mean, I almost missed him. He was on there for that long. He was. He was. Um, yeah, I just, it, it ended on such a down note, and a lot of fans had a problem with that, but after 11 years of it being off the air, I just checked it, it was off the air years. from 2004 to now. Wow. So, wow. just being gone for that long, they wow. they took into account, or uh, let's just say Tyler Thompson took into account that the fan base had grown up. Right. And that they were ready for this type of story. Yes. You know, and yes. yeah, it was, it was defiantly more mature even down to the point where the first time that he like got stabbed oh on, yeah on film it was like this is a big deal guys yes or the first time that he actually realized that he killed a human being not yes. an alien not a robot not there was not oil coming out of this thing he right. just killed it was blood right 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 and not only did they go like a, a little sliver of blood they went full throttle bloody. Yes. I mean, yes. <laughs> just in case you missed it, okay, Jack is going to be covered in blood yes. at a certain spot. And it's, it's important to note that because it is. on the initial, on the original series, because there was such a large gap between that and now, there's been tons of fan art. There's been tons of like comic books. Uh, you know what? That is so true. And other that stuff where so people true. see, all right, yeah, Jack is, you know, he got in this mess or whatever, or somebody drew a picture of him. Looking like Kill Bill or something like that. Yes. So you're used to seeing it by now, but then you have to like snap back to reality and realize, oh no, this is the first time it counts. Yes. This is it. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden it's real. And all yeah. of a sudden 
you know, it's not a machine, and it just, you know, it's not oil. Right. It's it's it is a real thing. It is, there are real consequences, and and it it also uh, what I liked as well about it was um, while it was they did a lot of homages, obviously. Yeah. But they didn't do too many. Uh, it wasn't just a retrospective of everything. Right. But little by little, they let us know what an impact Jack made over the years <laughs> and each one of these societies that he touched. Yes. Each society that he touched, you know, was was uh, at the end kind of there for him. Yes. And in some way bought back. It was it was very very interesting how they they chose to portray him, you know. I, and by the time we got to the third or fourth episode, and I don't maybe I was texting back and forth with you guys. Yeah, you know, I I just kept saying things you know, like jump good. Yes. I wanted I wanted to I wanted to see it. I wanted to see that. And finally, when they did it, yes. I was like, yes. And then, so, <laughs> I was excited to see the archers. Those are my favorite. The, the archers. Yeah. The archers. archers absolutely. Yeah. The archers. You know, and uh, I wanted to hear D-Mongo say, my best time. <laughs> I wanted to hear it. I wanted to see it. You know, and, and so, yeah. and, and then, of course, the way they portrayed Aku. Yeah. Oh, see, I was going to ask you about that next. Because, of course, the voice actor for Aku originally was Mako, and he passed away. Right. How do you think the new guy did? Well, you know, it, it, it's so funny because... The the new guy sounded more weathered. Yes, and yes. I think maybe that was intentional. Okay, that because I can do an Aku. Yeah, I think I everybody's trying. I mean, yeah. everybody's got an Aku somewhere. Yes. Sometimes it kind of hurts my throat. Yeah. To do it. But you know, everybody can do it, and and all of us try to do that Aku, and they made him just a little bit hokey. Yeah, um, yeah, a little bit, a little bit of hokey. What, what are you celebrating with Scaramouche? <laughs> Scaramouche, and he's dancing. It's like, what's going on, what's going guys? On there? <laughs> you know, so I, it's almost like I almost got tired of being I cool. It's like, you know what? I got these problems. He's got to yeah. go see a therapist. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The uh, later in life. You yes, know? yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that no. was something else, but yeah, it was it was good to finally get that. That satisfying moment yeah. of when Jack finally got Aku, yeah. and they did it in the, in the in the classic Samurai Jack like three frame yes. segment where yeah, you know true. action happens here. I, that he I, I didn't even realize that till you said it. That's exactly what they did. Yep. The, that classic Jack kind of you know okay 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 right right. This is where you want to concentrate <laughs> right. right now. Don't forget. <laughs> no, I thought it was cool overall. I, you know, I did too. I had I had a little tiny issue with Ashi initially. I did too. You know, and that's I'm what like, I'm saying. I was a little confused. Yeah. I mean, I was there were parts I was like, where the heck are we going here? Right. And and so, you know, it it, it yes, I was I was very confused with that. But they they tied it. They did. I mean, they did tie it and. You know, ultimately they tied it in a way I, I was unex- not expecting. Right. Um, but I was I was very satisfied with the fact that they chose to go back and do this, and that they were faithful to the important parts of the entire story and yeah. the look of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, the look was definitely it was on point. Yeah. Like uh, many people have even gone back and done like side by side comparisons yes. of the original series and how that was animated. 
versus, uh, you know, that little piece that we saw right before Jack came back mm-hmm. to the past when he finally took out Aku. And it's it's pretty spot on. Like, they took yes. it up a little bit. Yes. Just to make it look cleaner for HD. Yes. Like, I think they might have removed the lines under his eyes or something just it's to show he was younger. Yes. You know, and then when he came back, of course, he had the lines again. So yes. That was interesting to see that. But it was pretty much frame by frame, the same uh, same uh, storyboarding. You know, you wish that, that other, um, you know, consequential series like that would, you know... Um, would do that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, other animated series would would finish. Right. And right. and and had because because this was obviously a a labor of love. Oh, for the people sure. That you know were a part of this, and you could see it. You could sense it. It was a labor of love. Yeah. Um. You know. I don't, I don't know if, if the cowardly dog needs to end up, you know, with, a, <laughs> yeah. with an homage series. Well, I mean, it, it Courage. Works. Although Courage kind of might have. I don't know. It works know? sometimes. It was serialized <laughs> stuff like Jack where it was like, specifically, this is episode yes. 45. Like, yeah. that's cool. That works. Yeah. Sometimes it yes. doesn't It doesn't pay off. Like with Powerpuff Girls, you know, that's not really. Yeah, right, right. have the same yeah. vibe as it did. Right. You're absolutely right. And, and the, the endless Simpsons yeah. uh, will never, you know, have a tie up because the. The whole idea is that it's endless. And I, I love Fosters, but I don't ever want to see Fosters again. You yes. know, I don't need to see that. It's, yes. it's fine where it was. Yes. yes. But it does it does beg an interesting question, though. To me, it's like, okay, they bought Tartakovsky back to do those final episodes. Yes. They had ad space that they sold, so they got paid that way. But I haven't seen any merchandise come out for it yet. That's interesting. And I don't know how they plan to, like, monetize Samurai Jack at this point. I don't. I don't know either, and I don't know um, if they really want to. Okay. Um, I, I you know the the financing of things these days is so different than even back then. Um, I mean, look at look at Chance the Rapper, for yeah. instance. Yeah. Chance, um, um, you know, he brilliant young man. Um, you know, decided to do something very, you know. 21st century, not really sell his music, gives it away right. on the net right. to generate demand for his music. Yeah. And then he makes a killing <laughs> at concerts as people come to listen to him perform his his songs. Right. And so, you know, that is completely outrageous from 10, 20 years ago, where these artists were, I don't want to say slaves, but they were beholding to the studios that they would sign up with. Yeah. Um, but now, you know, he's he's creating demand for his product by giving it away. Right. These days, it's, it's a different way of marketing some of these things in, in the 21st century with that handheld device you got. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's very important to keep up with different things. So, yes. Chance is definitely a unique situation. Um, he's setting a tone for a lot of things that could happen in the future. Yes. I'm excited to see what, what he does. I am too. I I think that he um I think he has a an ability, a uh he has a chance to do some very provocative things completely separate from music or completely separate from other things like that. I heard a rumor yesterday. Uh oh. I don't know if you've heard this at all. <laughs> um at, at McCormick, again, another McCormick Place story. I'm ready. Uh, we had an event where Mark Zuckerberg 
was uh, the guest speaker. Okay. And this is a couple of days ago. He was there. Yeah. Uh, widely, you know, uh, it's just amazing to see him walk around in his T-shirt knowing that he's worth, you know, $25 billion. <laughs> it's amazing to see him. Yeah. Visually see him. But he was out in Iowa. Okay. Okay. Iowa. The place where people begin to run for president. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> Speaking at conventions ah, and stuff. Ah. Can you imagine? I mean, I and of course we would never I would never have guessed in a million years that the person we have president is president now. Oh I would definitely. have never guessed it. Yeah, all bets are off. I can't discount anybody. So Mark Zuckerberg, who got money, he could wallpaper his house with money, literally. Yes. With hundred dollar bills <laughs> on the wall, if he wanted to, why not spend a billion dollars and run for president? But why at the same time? Well, that's it. Yeah. See, that's it's like... that, that's that's the weird part about why a super rich person see our governor, see yeah, sure. our president. Why a super rich pre- person wants to run for president, or governor in well, the first place? In, in a way, why? With, with the president, it's kind of narcissism in a way. Oh yeah, I totally huh? get that. But with with uh, with Zuckerberg, he seems like he's such a private person. I know. I don't know why he would want to do that. So See, hopefully those are just rumors. Well, I, I hope they are too. Yeah. But I've always thought maybe about Mr. Zuckerberg that he created this. You know the story of why he created it, right? Because he couldn't get a date or something. Oh, or yeah, yeah, Or yeah, got yeah. rejected by women. Right. He always wanted to be loved. Yeah. What's the ultimate thing? Presidents want to be loved. They do. That's the problem with this guy. Yeah. This guy, he, he can't understand why they don't love me. Why don't they love me? As the past two presidents have shown, <laughs> three even, you ain't going to be loved if you're president. That's you just are it. not going there's, to be loved. There's no love there. Yes. Love, is, will be, love will be lost. Yes. Rarely gained. Yeah. Ra- rarely respected. <laughs> rarely loved. Rarely liked. And hair, mean, hair will be lost or turned gray. That's, yes. It's gone. That's it. <laughs> So, yeah, that's interesting. But if you got twenty five bill in the bank, I mean, cash money, yeah, cash yeah. money, you do a lot better than president. What we, what you know, seemed to me, I wouldn't have many things I would want for, right? If I had twenty five billion in the bank, right? And being president to me is a pain. Yeah, for the rest of his life, he's going to be followed around by guys, right, with guns, right? Seemed to me a guy like Mr. Trump. Or even Mr. Zuckerberg wouldn't want that I for the rest I of their lives. I know I would. Yeah, sure. Just a little bit of, a little bit of peace. Yes, you know. I, I kind of like driving. Yeah, myself. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> what the heck? Why would you buy that kind of, you know, bondage? It's almost bondage. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I don't know. I, I don't I, know, man. And he likes to hunt his own food too, right? What, uh, uh, Zuckerberg, I think. I think so, yes. I have to look into that. I'll, I'll, I'll put it in the show notes. A, but yeah. He's very big on using what he what he kills. I know that. Much. Really? Yeah. Okay, so there's no... There, there's Yes, he's part of that theory of I need to... There, there, there needs to be a purpose, and I need to honor this by doing that. Is that basically... Seemingly so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, just to go back to, to Chance for a second. Okay, kind of ties into that. <laughs> but just the... the, the goodwill that he's he's given lately yes due to what he's been doing with cps yes that's incredible to me. like that that it surpasses is. so much of all the lip service you hear yes a lot of these other acts doing like okay yes i'm not calling anybody out but kanye 
Yes. You know, he says it's for Chicago. He raps about Chicago, all that stuff. Yes. But, you know, at the end of the day, you see Chance out there trying to make a difference, not only with his money, but with his with his stature. He understands. Agreed. You know, his his effect on, on people. He gets them talking. He does. They tried to drag him through the, uh, through the sometimes, which is completely unfair. That is the truth. And unfortunately, at this point, the audio dropped out. So we're going to come back to Chance the Rapper and his positive effect on Chicago in a future episode. All right, folks, thank you so much for listening. Yes. We had a good time talking. I hope you guys had a good time always, listening. Always, always. Yeah. <laughs> always. You know, if, if I need an excuse to see my son <laughs> and I got to come on the radio to do it, well, I guess... <laughs> I guess that uh, you'll be hearing more of me. I'm so. just constantly being put on Front Street on my own show. I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> but that's all right. I'm glad I got to get you on the show. Yay. Yeah. All right. You're never guess the book. Yeah. Yay. Yay. All right. Very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, thank you folks for listening. I'm Matt Peters for David Peters saying stay mighty.